Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. And today I have a special co-host. I'm not sure if she will continue being a co-host, but this is my lovely wife, Tracy Lee. Tracy Lee, can you say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Hello. Uh, (laughs) Tracy's with me because Corey's not. Uh, And Corey, Pastor Corey, is uh, off on sabbatical for two months, and that started this week. And so... He will not be with us for our podcasts uh, or our regular worship services. So you get the joy of being with me for the summer (laughs) and uh, whoever I can uh, bribe into coming uh, along for the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thank you. You've. This isn't your first time on the podcast. No, I've been on the podcast many times, just not with the visual edition. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, we do it all now here in COVID land. We do all kinds of stuff we never did <laughs> it's before. It's a crazy place, the queue. Yes, <laughs> it's a crazy place. So uh, I, I know was, as we were talking, uh, you were harassing me. Uh, I know that's hard to believe about my me being sponsored by my <laughs> beverage here yes. uh, on the table, Diet Coke, one of my favorite drinks, and, and she didn't get one, although I offered an alternative beverage because uh, <laughs> this was my last Diet Coke, uh, but she, she's placed her own uh, this sponsor is my out sponsor. <laughs> This is my sponsor. So, it's my lip balm. So, yes, and what is what is it? Poppy and Pout, grapefruit, Ooh. pink grapefruit lip balm, and I got it in it's Colfax. Kinda, it's kind of fancy. It is kind of fancy. Well, like it's most, most I think it's comes supposed in to a be plastic like tube or no, no, no. This Look is, at this; it's biodegradable. It is. It's sustainable because it's made with cardboard instead. And how does it come? Does you it, push it oh, on you the push bottom it up instead of turning it. Yeah. See? So that's really cool. Yeah, uh, much more sustainable than the other. Yes. Uh, yes, other methods, I like it a lot. So, yeah. I think I'm going to buy some more of these. Cool. So where and where did you get it? Flowers decor Flowers and more in Colfax, in Colfax, which is also where my hat is from. In Colfax, yes. not from Flowers. No, from come from Colfax. Yes, yes. cuz that's from Fonks. Fonks, which, which un- sadly has burned down. I know, it was very but, sad. But uh, hopefully they will, they will rebuild, I hope. I hope Have or maybe heard, open in another open location. In another location. So, yeah. You know, Purpose Roasters moved across the street, so yeah. that's available. That you're right, it is. They could that take over be, that space. That could be a great location if you're out there and you're listening, owners of Fonks, you might consider that if you haven't already. Uh, that's a great idea, and and you know we found that because we actually had gone to Flowers Decor and more to what did they call that part with the coffee now? The I F- think it's called the Flowers Decor and more coffee. The FDM what? boutique or, it's a, or yeah. coffee something. So because we went for coffee. So if you're right. uh, if you're in Colfax and you're interested in a good coffee beverage, you might check them out and they have the old flavors right the flavors from purpose roasters Mm -hmm. and in in the same building just a little bit over as the roast is the the coffee roastery roastery, and they're continuing to roast very delicious coffees and so so we we keep getting (laughs) so good i go there a lot my friend steve (laughs) from (laughs) from new zealand it's so so good so good good. (laughs) i go there Uh, a lot i like i really like that store i think it it might be my favorite store on the Palouse. Really? Really. Not my favorite restaurant okay, because yeah. I have another restaurant yes. that's my favorite, but my favorite store. Store. I, I could stay there all day and it's not that big. <laughs> it's yes. just, I like how it feels. Yeah. I like the products they carry. They curated some really beautiful things. That's fancy words there. They curated <laughs> some really beautiful things. They did. Like my like lip balm. Your, your lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So, uh 
So anyway, it's good to have you on the show. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna have a little bit of fun. I got some Bible trivia. I'm gonna see how you stack up next to Waming. I asked him some on the radio program last week. See if you can best Waming. And, uh, and I hope so. Before, I have some formal training. I know so you do. Hopefully, I don't. <laughs> hopefully, I don't. Uh, but before we dive into that, yes, I wanted to mention uh, we. Uh, two things. We're going to be mailing out a letter from the board this week with some our uh, framework for reopening that kind of talks about the um, principles that, w- that will guide our decision making. So we're going to send that out to everybody in the mail. So you should be looking for that probably by the end of the week. Uh, we'll have that out. It takes a little bit of time to put together a mailing. It does. Um, in I these have to days. fold and stick yeah, them all in envelopes. We have to... <laughs> we have to do it by hand, and only a few of us are here. Uh, and also, we got the new edition of the Upper Room Devotional in the mail this last week, so I'll be sending those out. Uh, if you happen to want one, would you give us a call at the office or send us an email, a Facebook message, however it is that you connect with us? I will try to get them out to everybody I sent them to the last time, but um, if I missed you or you're new and you want you newly want it, let me know and, and we'll get you a copy. So These are great. Do you know what's so awesome about these? I don't know. What's so awesome about <laughs> these, Tracy? These are great because you get, like, on one little page, there'll be a little story. There's some verses that go with it. It gives you some guidance for how to pray for the day. I really like them. And they yeah. it's just a really great way to kind of get started with your day. I know Corey likes to do his first thing in the morning. Some people like to do them at the end of the day. Maybe while they're having coffee when the kids are taking a nap, um, but it's it's small, it's doable. Yeah. You're not you know di- you're not diving into reading a whole book yes. in a yes. day. Yeah. It's just yeah. a page. That's right. That's which is nice, and they make them in large print too. Right, we have so, a large print edition as well. So if yeah. you want one large print, make sure you specify right uh, which you want, so I can get you the right one. So yes, ooh, great. Good job, Vanna White. Thank you. Um, so a couple of trivia questions. I've got three levels of questions. Okay. Uh, t- Bible trivia for kids, for youth groups, and for adults. And so we're going to start you out on the kids okay. and see if you can advance beyond that to the higher levels of biblical knowledge. I am at a um, higher level. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. So uh, <laughs> tricky questions here. Okay. Um, we'll give you an easy one to start with. Okay, I'm ready. So how many days was Jonah in the belly of the big fish? One, three, five, or seven? Three is the magic number. Is that your final answer? It is my final answer. Okay, you are right. The magic number is three. That happens a lot in the Bible. And if, Lots of threes. Yes, and if my little sheet is correct and you're out there and you want to prove and check whether Tracy was right, you can look at Jonah one seventeen. I didn't bother to check the reference whether it was correct, but that's what they say. We there, studied, so. we've studied Jonah yes, not that long ago here at PFC. Corey preached about it. Last Lent, we did Jonah yes. uh, in 2019. So that was we like had our fish tales six series, weeks yeah. in Jonah, I think. I learned, yes, yeah. Jonah, I know a lot about Jonah. It was I a learned great, a lot. It was a great study. It was a and good study. And all those sermons and uh, the, the Lent Soup Supper testimonies are online at policechurch.org under resources if you want to go back and learn about Jonah. Check it out. It's pretty cool. You um, know, yeah. that, that book has, my friend Andy Edwards has her very favorite part of the Bible is in that book. 
Really? She, she so, loves, so I have to ask, so what is it? She loves at the end of the book when when the plant comes up and then oh, it yeah, withers. Yeah. And the way that Jonah responds to that situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's very real. It's very real. It's just like, oh, yeah, plant. Pretty much. <laughs> withered. Yes. He's like, you didn't. And God's like, you didn't make that grow or do anything right? for it. Now you're all mad about it. Yeah. Oh, isn't that just like humans, though, to be like that? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. It is. Question number two. Okay. Who was the first person to come upon the injured man in the parable of the Good Samaritan? Was it the tax collector? Are we talking about the VeggieTales version? <laughs> no, we're talking about the Bible. Okay. The tax collector, the innkeeper, the priest, or the judge? The first person to come. The upon first the person man. was. Let's see. I'm going to say that it was the judge. Is that your final answer? You're looking at me like I'm wrong, but I'm getting... I, like, I can tell you the VeggieTales one right off the bat. Yeah, who was, it, who was the first one in it's the like VeggieTales? like the doctor, the lawyer, and the... I mean. <laughs> the butcher, the baker, and the candlestick maker. <laughs> oh, well, according to this, it's the priest. Oh, I thought uh, he I was number two. I, I don't think there's... a. I don't think there's a judge. judge. I don't think so. I didn't realize the innkeeper went by. I don't. I need to read that story again. Where can I find it? In Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Okay. Wa Ming, our producer, is going to look it up and tell us (laughs) who actually was there. Maybe only one of these answers was right. So, Mm. um, cool. Okay, well, you got uh, one right. Doesn't a tax collector take him to get help? Well, advance you to i don't think the innkeeper innkeeper went i don't and think found he him. went either it was uh 10 luke 10 25 through 37 the man who found him took him to the innkeeper and yes. paid for him to be taken right. care of um I, i'm so. pretty sure a tax collector was part of the process though well, i mean he's gonna find out for us you got 50 percent, so we're Ten. gonna advance you even though that's not um all right, I'm ready. Amazing. So this is Bible trivia for youth groups. Okay. And I think you can get this one. All so right. name one of the five books in the Bible that contain only one chapter. Oh, Philemon. Uh, okay. <laughs> there, there were there were choices, there were choice multiple choices. <laughs> you're, you're right. Philemon only has one chapter. <laughs> So, but this is, you have to know from the selection. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So, 1 John, (laughs) Titus, uh, Habakkuk, 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 I can never remember how to say it. I always say Habakkuk. And Obadiah. Well, Obadiah. You look unsure. (laughs) It is right. (laughs) Philemon. (laughs) You're right. Uh, Obadiah and Philemon, both only one chapter. The other options are 2nd and 3rd John and the book of Jude. Okay. Waming, do you have an update for us? All right. Inscription in Luke 10, 20, 20, 20, 25, yeah. It says, and behold, a lawyer stood up. A lawyer was first. No, that lawyer, wasn't even a lawyer. That's the question. Oh. <laughs> a, lawyer. a lawyer. A lawyer. What did he do? A lawyer. Uh, he stood up. Yeah. Uh, put him to test, saying, "Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life?" Okay. And then Jesus tells a story. Yes. About the parable of the good Samaritan, and 
Who some people first? who comes first to the to the rescue to the rescue and doesn't do anything or not rescue Fainsley was here she could play her flute for this part does she know that I don't know if she knows that, but she could play something. We need some trivia music. She could play, like, O Canada or something. He looks like so. maybe he has an answer now. Yes. It's hard to read. Um. <laughs> Did you get the big print version? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> it says in 29, but he, des but he desiring to justify himself to Jesus, and who's my neighbor? Jesus replied to a man who was going... Down from Jerusalem to someplace. Mm hmm And he fell among robbers. Yes. Okay. He was in a bad way. He was. He, he gets, fell he among gets robbers. beaten up and then three guys walk by. Only one helps. Now by a chance. By chance. Priest. Uh, the priest see? walks by. Then who else? Who else left him laying there? Had to be a lawyer, right? A I mean, oh, a Samaritan. No, the Samaritan saves him. He was the he was the third. Yeah. Oh, Levite. The Levite. Oh, the Levite. The, so the only priest. one of those were right. They were tricking me. Okay. Well. Anyway, moving right along. Um, in what languages were most of the Old Testament and New Testament given in? Both in Greek, Greek and Latin, Latin and Hebrew, Hebrew and Greek. It was Hebrew and Greek. That's very good. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. Don't take Greek at 7.30 in the morning. It doesn't okay. work out Good well. advice. Okay, we're going to advance you to the adult trivia. Okay. Um, let's see. You look really smart So now. sometimes I like... Oh, this was a good one. This is interesting. So what is the name commonly given to the first five books of the Old Testament? The, the Pentateuch. The doxology, the apocrypha, or the Septuagint. Well, they would say the Pentateuch because Penta means five, but it's also called the Torah. You were right. But Do I get bonus points? You can have a bonus point. And because the bonus point question is actually what does Pentateuch mean? Oh, Which so I get two bonus you points. You can have two bonus points, Tracy. <laughs> so, um, That's where we get Pentagon. Five. Okay, here's here's a good one. What does Jesus say about judging others? Judge fairly, judge justly, judge not, or judge Judy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> not the last one. I, it's poor Judy. Judge not, lest ye be judged. Oh, do you know the reference? No. Luke chapter six, verse thirty-seven. Okay, one more. And the addresses we'll, always trip me up. One more right now. Okay. Fill in the blank. In the same way, blank are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine, and not pursuing dishonest gain. Husbands, postal workers, <laughs> wives, or deacons? Husbands. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're fired. I was thinking wives myself. You know, you should be... What's you know, the real answer? Worthy of respect and sincere. Don't drink too much wine. Don't pursue... It's deacons from deacons. 1 Timothy 3.8. So, well, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yes. Okay. So I think that leaves the discussion about the sermon text for this week. What are so, we reading? 
Um, I don't know. So you do uh, know uh, how you know how how you know, we're here in mid June. Yes, we are. Can't believe it. it feels like April. April, May. This is our third month. Well, it's... we've been three months from mid March to mid April, mid April to mid May, mid May to mid June. Yeah. In, in COVID <laughs> quarantine, various Living states of whatever. In the queue. Um, how's that going? How's that going for you? Um, it's going better now that school is done. It was really <laughs> stressful. Stress. Well, you know, I have great kids. You have great kids too. So we have the same kids. They're pretty great. They are. Um, and they do a really good job with, you know, trying to get their work done for the most part, but it still was a disruption to our plan for the spring. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't what we intended to be doing. I had other things on my schedule, um, that obviously all got canceled. Yes. Um, so, but there was, there was like this difficulty of having to figure out how, who Zooms when for school. I know you wouldn't think that'd be so hard, but like. I didn't even know what day it was most of the time (laughs) and trying to figure out if, was somebody supposed to be on a Zoom? When was the homework due? Everybody's was due at different times. I know. So that was, it was stressful. It was stressful. It was. Was it, did you feel like you were suffering? Uh, no, uh, I no? would not have called no. it suffering. No, you, you were. <laughs> you are not playing along with what was prearranged. <laughs> I would no. I wouldn't. I mean, I had a nice house to live in, you know, and I had food, and I had pets that I could play with and take care of. Yeah, and this is true. I mean, I was you, okay, you but not. some people really were suffering and still are because of job losses yeah, or yeah. Um, you know things. Things out of their control. And sure. then that big windstorm we had that yeah, knocked a, a tree down on somebody's car. That would be suffering, I yeah, would think. Yeah. That's a good way to bring it back around to what we had previously discussed. So, um, <laughs> Always thinking. You know, that reminds me in, in the Bible, there's a story. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I am. So Mommy's a, making faces I know, over here I know. in the corner. So, so there's, there's a story in the Bible about suffering and persevering through suffering. So, it's in First Peter. Is that where we're going to be this week for, for church? <laughs> yes. Yes. No, that's that's where we're going to spend our summer in First Peter. Oh, fun! You know, when when Pastor Corey said he was going on sabbatical, and he's like, "Tim, you get to do the preaching while I'm gone." Mm-hmm. I thought, "How in the world am I going to do that? What am I going to pick for eight weeks, basically?" And if I do a book of the Bible, can I do it in eight weeks? Can you? I mean, you can't do yeah, we're used necessarily to going Exodus or whatever in eight weeks yeah, we're used the way to that we're used slow. to doing it here. So I was looking for what can I do? And as I was doing that, God kind of took me to First Peter. Nice. Back last year sometime. And so I've been planning on First Peter for a long time. And I really think it's appropriate. Um, I think it's going to be good for us. And does, our ser- go does ahead. Peter live in a quarantine situation? No, no, no. But... Peter is writing to an audience that is uh, dispersed around uh, the area of modern-day Turkey, and they are Christians in a non-Christian world, right? In a secular, uh, polytheistic world governed by Rome, and there's a lot of pressure for those Christians to conform to the way the Roman society was operating. So that was in regard to their um, 
to the religious practices, polytheism versus monotheism. In Christianity, we believe there's only one God, not multiple gods. Mm -hmm. It had to do with their moral uh, behavior. Um, and the way of the world in those days was uh, of sexual um, immorality and a lot of uh, uh, very loose living, uh, maybe we could say. And the Christian life stands in contrast to that. And so there was a lot of pressure from the, the non-Christian culture for the Christians to kind of go back to those pagan ways, those non-Christian ways. And that's who Paul is writing his letter to. And so this week, uh, as we introduce the sermon series, uh, we're, we're just doing an introduction and we're going to lay kind of the, the groundwork for the book before we go in depth into small sections of the book. And we're going to talk about the audience and what they were going through. And, um, and I'm going to frame that in terms of this idea of grit and grace, true grit and true <laughs> you can't even you, say you it. said before i can't even say it. i'm gonna have to have somebody else record it and then we just play true it over grit, true grit true, true grace. grace and uh we're going to talk about what grit is and talk about what grace lives and what walking in grace is and see how peter encourages uh the christians uh, to do both those things, to have grit and grace in the way that they live. You know what would be a good way for people to get started and come in to Sunday morning service or whatever day they watch it because now we're yes. on YouTube, so you might yep. decide to do church on Mondays. You could. Um, your mom did church on Monday this week. She she did our church and her church both on Monday morning. Cool. Yeah. So anyway, a good place to start and get ready would be to go to the Bible Project uh, yes, and yes. watch the introductory video for First Peter from the Bible Project because I would give you kind of a frame of what's going on in You're the right, world yeah. at that time. Yeah. And we used that at our Bible study with the men mm -hmm. yesterday early morning. That was the first thing we did. Great. Uh, great resource to get started and grounded. And then go ahead and try to read it too. I mean, it's only uh, only five chapters. So it's not one of those one one hit wonders, one chapter books of the Bible that we've talked about before. But but it's five five chapters, relatively easy to yeah. get through. And, and you will leave, I think, encouraged. So I'm looking forward to preaching this summer on this book and to being with you each week in the podcast and, and, uh, and our various... <laughs> radio and whatever else we do. Um, but I'm really excited to be in First Peter, and I hope you guys, I, I hope you dig in and really, um, really invest yourself in, in the scripture for this time that we're in. I think it'll be really valuable. So Nice. Cool. I didn't give a whole lot of anything away, so you're going to have to tune in on, you know, to a Sunday worship service. But it's going to be great, and uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So, cool. Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. 